Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleshman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing great today, Micah. How are you today? Uh, mid, I guess. I, I made these, like, cheesecake blueberry baked oats that I saw on TikTok, and they were so disappointing. Like, I, I can't even begin to talk about it. It was just not very good, so it kind of started my day pretty poorly. Anyway, is baseball doing stuff right? We are seeing live games. Let's dive in. So this episode, Nick, we're just kind of winging it, but something that I really wanted to touch up upon was we're seeing ESPN do stuff I don't know if it's ESPN or if it's baseball talking to ESPN saying we have to do this, but from the games, the, the spring training games that have been televised nationally on ESPN, we've been getting a mic'd up player or players every single game. And it's really been great. It's been a joy to watch. They've had Brett Phillips. They've had Anthony Rizzo. They had Trevor Bowers agent, Rachel Luba. Um, Kike Hernandez, among other players. Like, it's been great to watch. And, you know, NBA does this every game. They have one player who's mic'd up when there's a nationally televised game. And we know how well they do. Um, The NFL, every week after their games are over, they put out, like, the 40-minute video of funny mic'd up moments from that week. And those videos and those games, they always do tremendously well. And obviously, it's spring training, so it's not going to get the ratings that one would normally get in, a like, a regular season game. But they're doing a great job here. I really like how this is going, and I feel like we should be doing this more throughout, throughout the year, in regular season, whether it's not nationally televised or not. I really, really enjoy it. I think it gives fans more of behind the scenes and what a player is going through and like what's going through their mind when there's this certain player up at the plate. Like I remember a couple of years ago that on ESPN spring training, Mookie Betts was mic'd up when he was still with the Red Sox. And I think he was talking about what was going through his mind when th- this batter was up. I don't remember who they the batter was. They hit a ball into right field or something. Yes, like, when, he was, when they was. were talking to him. Yes, when they were talking to him. The, the ball was hit to him. I, I, remember, I remember that was hilarious. But uh, I, I personally just love the idea. I think it should happen more throughout the regular season. I could see why it would be a little problematic in the postseason, though. Uh, but I also will say, having Trevor Bauer on the Dodgers helps a lot to see behind the scenes because this guy does have a YouTube channel and he films a lot. So that's fun as well. Right. I, I mean, obviously that's great, but – when we're talking about like the grand scheme of things, Major League Baseball, we're really getting a behind the scenes. Like players are literally on FaceTime with the broadcast. Turn down that Yankees beat the Phillies four to nothing, but um, players are literally on the broadcast. They're FaceTiming in on the broadcast or, or people close to the game, and it's really just awesome to see. They had Brett Phillips on. He was making a joke. He was like, you know. Something that's great, if you guys don't know who Brett Phillips is, he hit the walk-off in game whatever of the World Series, that crazy play where Rosarena scored, Jansen didn't cover the plate, that stuff. He was like, you know, at my hometown, people don't even say anything to me. They just airplane by me. Like, that, and that was the celebration when he hit the walk-off. Like, it's just amazing stuff to see inside these players' lives, how they're feeling, their thoughts during the game. 
I really, really do enjoy it. And my only knock on it is that we're seeing it during nationally televised games and not, and we're not seeing this every game. Yes, we need to see it more so during the local games. Like the Dodgers are on Sportsnet LA. I think they should do it for Sportsnet LA. I know. Uh, what's the Yankees channel again? Yes. Yes. That that uh, they they should be doing it on that as well. Uh, I know tonight we got the NBA All Star game. I know this is baseball, but NBA All Star we're gonna get a lot of mic up players tonight, and that's gonna be really fun to listen to. Uh, especially because it's not a game they take so seriously, so they're gonna be messing around, joking around. Bunch of funny things, a lot of shit talk will be said as well. Yeah, I mean, we see it on ESPN. I mean, we saw it on Fox. I think that's when they did the All Star Game in. Yeah, with Francisco Lindor, right? Well, we saw we've seen it the past couple years. I mean, they did the mic'd up with Bellinger and Yelich at the outfield. They did the trio of the Astros, Springer, um, Brantley, and Bregman. We we saw Francisco Lindor in, in Washington. Um, like we're getting mic'd up during the big moments, um, but like that—that's really it. And and you know, you look at the ratings, and those ratings fucking kill it, man. Those are great ratings; they do great. And um, during the regular season, like, hey, if it's a game in the May and the Brewers are playing, I don't know, the Pirates, like, and that's not gonna do that well. Like, sorry to pick on those two teams, but it's just—it's just not. Um, you know, we need to see stuff that is going to intrigue the fan bases, that is going to intrigue people to watch the game. Because let's be honest, unless you're a diehard fan of a team like you're a diehard fan of the Dodgers, I'm a diehard fan of the Yankees, who the fuck wants to watch a Pirates game? Like, they traded all three of their best players. Bell, gone. Musgrove, gone. Tyone, gone. You know, their best player from a few years ago is in jail because he tried to fuck a 14-year-old. Right? Like, I mean, who really wants to watch the Pirates, Nick? I, I, I think we're headed towards a time where technology is uh, being developed really fast. And every sport, not just baseball, but every professional sport, they're trying to find more ways to get the fans more involved, especially for those that are at home that can't can't because some people can't afford to go to games some people just can't go to games because you know they have work and school and all that i okay okay just just a butt in real quick we're talking about prices of games all right so i I had an off day on friday and my dad like threw it out there he was like hey maybe we'll go over to arizona and watch a dodgers game or, or like a whatever like we'll just see a spring training game right Holy shit, the prices of those tickets. No, no. Wow. Okay, they were really expensive. Anyway, continue. I, I You know what? We'll, we'll talk about spring training because I went to spring training a couple years ago with my stepdad. In 2018, we went to the Dodgers spring training. We also went to see an Angels game, which I saw a no-hitter in that game. And so that was pretty cool. I, I, I would think the reason the tickets are so expensive, though, is probably we seen because- baseball in a year. Because we haven't seen baseball in years, so now they're trying to catch up on revenue. So they're trying to just make up all the money. Uh, but spring training is a really fun place to go. If I were you, I would go. If if you can go, as long as it's of course safe. I know they're allowing fans to a limited uh, capacity. Dude, to touch up on that, well, and obviously let's try not to get too political. But dude, I'm seeing the shots of the fans, bro. They're not wearing masks. Uh, like, That's the concern. If- like. 
if if there's a home run being hit, shit, they're gonna crowd each other, and they're not gonna be like, oh wait, let me put on my mask, Ronald. Like, no, they're they're going to run over and try to catch the home run ball, and they will fail. But like, it's it's there's obviously the like the intriguing part that's like, oh man, there's gonna be baseball in a year. I just want to go, but then is it really safe? Yeah, see, that's the thing with me. It's like, I think where we are right now, it's safe enough to allow limited capacity at outdoor events. But my issue is I can trust myself, but can I trust everyone around me? And that the answer is no right now. I've learned just to not trust random people all the time. So I think it can actually be executed perfectly if everyone would wear a mask. Of course, you got to eat, you got to drink. Maybe you should be, maybe there should be a different area for that. But I think it's safe enough if everyone could just follow the rules, which doesn't happen all the time. I think it's a little bit better for baseball, obviously, that all of these stadiums are outdoors, except for, like, obviously the ones that do have retractable roofs. But they all have the option to be outdoors, I guess. Um, spring training is all outdoors, obviously. But yeah. it, but it's not basketball where, where the stadiums are indoors or hockey where the stadiums are indoors. So, you know, the air stays, I, I guess, so to speak. Um, so it's outdoors, yeah. which, which benefits baseball a little bit, but still it, it can be a, a safety hazard. For sure. And then I know you hate golf, but I watch golf as well. And I, golf, there's just so much space for the people to walk around. Like this week, they're allowing limited fans to a tournament in Florida. Most people are doing a good job wearing the mask from what I've seen on TV. But I in think Florida? that's also safe. Yeah, in Florida. Wow. Because like. they're, man, they're, man, they're mandating masks at the tournament. Um, they're, they're pretty strict about it. So, like, that too, just like baseball, because it's all outdoors, I think it's safe enough with limited capacity as long as we can trust everyone to wear a mask. Problem is, when people start drinking, they get a little carried away. And then when they get a little carried away, they start breaking the rules and doing stupid people things. People do get ball games. People do yeah. get Oh, I've seen that so many times at Dodger games. I've seen fights break out because of it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, something that's also been pretty hilarious about spring training is, uh, like you said, it's limited capacity. I believe the Yankees game at Steinbrenner Field had about 2,490-ish people, and that was, I'm doing air quotes, a sold-out crowd. That was all the tickets that they had. And shit, if there's one heckler yelling, you're going to hear them the entire stadium, bro, because there are only 2,500 fans. So if someone's like, hey, Judge, you suck, Aaron Judge is definitely going to hear that guy. You know, everybody in the stadium, you, hell, you probably are going to hear it on the broadcast, man. It, it's it's definitely interesting. It's But, you know, we get fans at the games, and that's a positive for the players, for the fans, for everybody. You know, I wonder how the players feel about, like, uh, obviously, I'm sure they're happy to have fans back, but each player's got to be a little different in the sense that some of them, it must be easier to focus when it's just a full crowd because they can't hear one specific thing that's yeah. said. But some of them, it's got to be easier for them to focus with no people because there's no noise around them. Like, even though you couldn't hear a singular sound in a full crowd, it it it, it's, it can be distracting if 60,000 people are yelling at once, you know? Right. I mean, all of these players, we have to keep in mind, played at, at a lower level where there are 2,500 people in the stands is a big deal. So I'm sure, sure. like, that. that's definitely a, like, okay, I've done this before. For most of these guys, they haven't been down at a lower level like that in a while. But, yeah, I mean, it's I, I really haven't thought of it from that 
point of view, how they, how they feel, and will it affect their play going forward? Well, the reason I brought that up is because I don't know if you remember. Actually, you probably do remember. I think it was like 2014 or 2015, Baltimore played against the White Sox without a crowd because there were issues going Riots. on back there. There were protests, protests and riots. And I remember one of the players, it might have been Adam Jones, who said that he actually wished the fans were there because it's easier for him to focus when there's a, a full stadium. Of course, that's the Orioles, although they were good back then, so I'll give them they that. They were nice back then. They were nice back then, but I, I think it was Adam Jones who said that he would rather have a full stadium than an empty stadium because then you could hear the little sounds with an empty stadium, but in a full stadium, you just hear one wave of people screaming, and it doesn't really distract you. Yeah, I mean, especially for veterans like Jones was at the point, like, shit, 70,000 people yelling at him <laughs> wouldn't matter. Look at me. I've made hundreds of millions of dollars. I've been an all-star. Shut kiss up. My, kiss, kiss me. Like, I, I don't care, right? You know, um, but it, it'll definitely be interesting. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how stuff goes moving forward. Something else I want to touch on was the lack of televised games, whether that be not like, like I'm not talking like ESPN or Fox or whatever. I'm talking the local teams. Francisco Indoor made his New York Mets debut, and SNY was not carrying that game. I don't understand. I do not get it. Fernando Tatis hit a, hit a, hit a grand slam. Fox Sports San Diego was not covering that game. Why, though? Do you know why? No. All these games need to be covered. They pick out, like, all right, we'll do 10 of the 50 spring training games. I know, like, all the the Dodger and Yankee games are on their local team. No. Not all of them are being shown. Not all of them are being shown. Shit. See, uh, I I, I actually don't know. Go a ahead. couple of days ago, we we weren't getting a Yankee game. Some of them aren't even radio. Like we're not even getting John Sterling on the radio. Like I, See, I, I, I don't watch much spring training, but I if I would, I I stream it and I get I could find all the Dodger games on Sportsnet LA through like Reddit or whatever. Like they have them, they just don't like. Well, I have YouTube TV, so we don't even have a Sportsnet LA on here. Um, but. It, they they for the Dodger games they're all on Sports Night LA. It's just sometimes you gotta find it to stream it because it's not always like on the TV. No, but some of them just they they're not even there. Like like it's not like it's not like uh, yes is doing the broadcast of a Yankee game and you just can't find it anywhere. It's just there's nobody there to broadcast. There's no coverage of the game. It's like they're playing a little league game, you know? Yeah. I, I don't understand it because spring training is, especially the early parts of spring training, we're about a week, a week and a half into spring training. Baseball fans are still giddy to have their sport back. Every single game should be televised. There's just no discussion. Every single game. I, I think because of the pandemic, we lost a lot of games last year. We weren't even sure if we were going to get a season. Uh, not as many people can attend spring training because of health issues and a variety of other things. I think it's even more important to put all the games on TV this year for spring training. Uh, Hopefully that, of course, by the time the regular season comes around, that'll happen. But hopefully they fix it for the rest of spring training. What do we got, like four, three, four weeks of spring training left? Something like that. That's right, because beginning of April. I believe it's April 1st is first pitch. 
Better not be an April Fool's joke. Exactly. That would fucking suck. Uh, yeah, anyway, like, I, I doubt it'll be fixed for this spring trading, but next year, just like, we need to have all these games televised. I should have been able to watch Francisco Indoor's Mets debut. Not that I give a shit about the Mets, but, like, I'm sure Mets fans were pissed. Well, plus, as a, as a baseball fan like you and me, we just want to watch these stars debut with other teams. Yeah, exactly. So just, like, it, it, I, I can't explain it, but it's just it get, it, what get, it's what gets you going for spring training. You just want to see these new guys in new uniforms. Hey, man, like, I, I don't know. I, I, these stuff, these need to be televised. I, it doesn't make sense to me why it's not being televised. Because, like, fans are giddy to see their players in, in action. Fans are giddy to see their teams play. And they don't get the opportunity. It sucks, honestly. I, I'll say personally, I usually generally only watch like the first week of spring training because, like you said, fans are giddy for a new uh, for a new season. They want their sport back. But then after the first week is like okay, then I can wait till the beginning of the regular season because I've got other sports to watch too. So that's what I usually do. This year I haven't even watched, but like I'm, I. I I guess there probably has been a Dodger game or two this past week, week and a half that hasn't been on Sports in LA, possibly. Yeah, I. Whatever. Like, they need to be televised. End of story. Something else I want to talk about is, bro, not baseball related. We're not sponsored by these people, even though if if we were, that'd be legendary shit right there. Okay, so. I bought this IsoPure protein powder online. <laughs> and I know you're laughing right now, Nick. But listen, I just need to talk about it because it slaps, right? So normal protein powder, you put it into like water or, or milk and it tastes like chalk, right? Bro, this stuff is literally like Gatorade on steroids. That's crazy. It's so good, bro. Like, it, you put it into your water, it smacks. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I just needed to, to get that out there because I was, I don't know, it's my new thing that I really like. Again, we are not sponsored by them. Not sponsored by them, but I show PR. Yeah, hit me up. Um, but, yeah, like, to wrap stuff up a little bit, games need to be televised. Uh, uh, every single spring training game needs to be televised. MLB made a, a uh, they went two steps forward with the mic'd up, and they took a step and a half back, not televising all games and not getting me a mic'd up every game. Because for me, going back to the mic'd up stuff, take a shot every time I say that, you'll be drunk or dead. Anyway, like going back to the stuff, the the mic'd up stuff, drink. Um. It's like you're giving me a tease. It's like, okay, here's a chocolate bar. You can only have one bite, though, right? Because if I get it one game, I expect to get it every single game. And and it's not fair that I don't. That's, I think it, pro it probably would have been – if there's a year that it's going to be harder to get it, it's this year because there's got to be limited capacity for, like, the, the camera people. I I, I'm just saying I think this I year – I think this year we're going to see less of it. Hopefully next year, once it's safe enough, we'll see more of it again. But I just think this year with the health and safety protocols, they got to be a little more cautious with it. I really don't give a shit. They should just make it happen. If they can make it happen for one game, they should make it happen for every game. Yeah, I 
Whatever, this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but hey, we winged it and there wasn't a shit ton to talk about. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Bear. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can find us at thebaseballplugpodcast.com and on Instagram at thebaseballplug underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at Micah underscore 0416. That is at M-I-C-A-H underscore 0416. And on Instagram, I just posted for the first time in forever at Micah. That is at E-N-V-Y-M-I-C-A-H. And you can find me on Twitter at NicholasBear7. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-B-A-E-R and the number seven. And on Instagram at Nicholas, that's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-G-O-L-F-E-R. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out.